sit back and relax while you listen to Train Kickers Podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we continue our discussion through the different legions for Horus Heresy. In particular, tonight we went through the 10th legion, so the Iron Hands. Just as before, we're going to go over everything all about them, although we are not doing, in this particular recording, the Primarch or the Rites of War. We have started to do, and I'll be explaining this again shortly, is that we are going to start going through the rights of war. We're going back through the ones we've done, as well as we're going to try our best to release either day of or the day after the rights of war for the legions now going forward as we go through them. Um, we had a problem in the beginning that some of the legions were extra long to actually discuss, so that was just unrealistic, especially if you look at Dark Angels. However, now we feel that we can do that, and we want to make sure that we do. And now, on to the show. All right, and on tonight's episode, we are going to continue our deep dives into different legions for Horus Heresy. In particular, tonight, we're onto the 10th legion, so we've now hit our halfway point. We're going to talk about Iron Hands. Um, just as before, we're going to be saving our Primarchs as well as our Rites of War for later, although we are going to be starting to release Rites of War with the episodes. We're just going to do it as a separate release. We didn't have them incorporated before just due to time, the amount of time for recording th these episodes when you guys get them they're edited down but for us they've been losing about three hours minimum so we do want to start putting that there but we're probably gonna have as a separate uh, a separate piece on the youtube there'll be a nice link connected on this if you're on the podcast we'll we'll make sure on a podcast we'll make sure it's there as well so you guys can see that but we are going to start doing that so getting into these guys i think dan volunteered himself as tribute to uh talk about the fluff for these guys the actual idea yeah fluff fluff um all right so the iron hands very interesting legion um you said that for uh, all of course the primarch ferris manis um one of the very few legions that i can officially say that their primarch is dead dead uh spoilers <laughs> um uh well he's not really dead dead there is rumors that like full like, fulgrim keeps his head around and clones it and tries to make it forgive him, well, that, and then when it doesn't, it, as he, of thirty k, he's he's dead, yeah. and that that's rare. K, he is dead, dead, that yeah. they're actually dead in that time frame. You know, he's 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 dead. He's he's absolutely dead. Um, but the Legion itself is a very interesting Legion. Um, almost reminds me a little bit of the Iron Warriors, where they're very stubborn in so far as their battle tactics. Um. They have a, I mean, and it's, this is kind of their, you know, the whole entire fault to a, a T. They're very stubborn, which helps them on the battlefield, but it also is very kind of um, uh, detrimental because they kind of look at people who are uh, weak or people who uh, fall back or people who, um, Jesus, so anyone who kind of like, the whole entire weakness of the flesh kind of nonsense um, is very much like them. Um it got even worse when Ferris Manus died, of course. But they're very much, and the reason they're called Iron Hands, by the way, is because um, they're, is it their left hand? Hold on, I have to like do the, I have to turn around like, yes, yeah, their left hand. Um, remember, the left, left hand, hand makes the L. <laughs> yeah. Although it's more of like, I have to remember the pictures, because you know how the pictures, they're facing you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, it's not the right hand, it's they, they're turned around, it's the left hand. Their left hand is usually replaced with a bionic copy. Um, and they're very much into kind of replacing their fleshy bits with bionic bits. Um, very Mechanicum-like. It's probably why I like these guys a lot more than I should. Uh, very Mechanicum-like. 
Um, I should point out also very much like the Salamanders, who we haven't talked about yet, or the Raven Guard, which we haven't talked about yet. These guys are some of the survivors of the Istvan Five Massacre, which also, again, did not help their theories on being weak. They thought that they got um, basically destroyed because they were weak, and they didn't fight. That was also when their, uh, I believe that's when their Primarch died. Yes. Is it Istvan Five or Istvan Three? Oh. Yeah, it was Istvan Five. It was Five. Yeah, yeah it was Five. Yeah, so... yeah. If I remember correctly, Ferris Manus was in charge of that operation, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. So he was in charge of the uh, the drop site, basically the Retribution fleet. So the idea was um, Iron Hands, the Raven Guard, and the Salamanders would land first. They would charge in, um, do some shock tactics, knock out um, traitor defenses, and the second wave would come in, um, relieve the first wave, and finish off the assault. Yep. Um, Ferris Manus, being bullheaded as he is, decides he doesn't want to fall back for the second wave, and he keeps charging deeper and deeper into enemy territory to the point that his legion is struggling, struggling to keep up with him. Um, and he ends up dueling against um, his former best friend, Fulgrim, Mr. Fulgrim. Yeah. And uh, well, he gets beheaded. Yeah. Yeah. He, he uh, loses like his said, head. Both they were, figuratively and literally. Yeah, they, they they the Iron Hands were already very mechanically inclined insofar as they felt like they should emulate their Primarch. And by the way, I should point out the Primarch from reading the Horse Heresy didn't actually enjoy this, by the way. Um, he didn't like the fact that the Iron Hands were so bullheaded and um, were replacing their body parts. He kind of thought this would be a cultish kind of idea. Shocking in the 41st millennium and the 40K. Um, but after their Primarch died, they absolutely saw themselves as weak and how dare they couldn't protect their Primarchs. And that's when they really started kind of to bionically enhance themselves. But the big thing with the Iron Hands is they're very stubborn and they're very like, they're, they're harder to kill than most, mostly because you're either probably hitting some sort of bionic part or some sort of reinforced part. They're very good friends with the Salamanders, I should point out. So them and the Sal, because the Salamanders are also big into master crafting and crafting their own weapons and crafting their own armor. They're very well known for crafting like their artificial armor. Sort of. Um, so them and the Iron Hands actually get along very well. But anyway, that's kind of the Iron Hand lore. Yeah, they get essentially, a, they, they get along very well with the Mechanicum. It, it, it mentions in the main book because I read that a little bit er, a little earlier. It even says there, like, essentially, they got a lot of Mechanicum stuff first, or they got stuff from the Mechanicum that other people didn't get. That have really good working relationship with them, and I think that's what led to a lot of the advancements and sort of that you know replace the flesh ideas that we see them have. I should point out that um, Ferris Manus did have is the reason they cut off their left hand and replaced it. Ferris Manus's left hand was actually um, uh, bionically uh, made. Um, I think what's the rumor that it was Necrontier tech yeah, on his hand? So is. what happened? Okay, so when he first wakes up on um medusa um he's like oh there's a giant silvery worm thing running around i'm gonna go hunt it down and kill it um it, it's a necron satan shard he kills it and it fuses to his arms and they're literally made out of living metal yeah that's awesome that's that's, legit that's awesome. That i think it's one. both arms right i don't think it's one arm i think it's both it arms. is both yeah, yeah. Oh, it is both. Oh, apologies. I yeah. thought it was only one. He, he is Ferris Man. He is the Iron Man with iron arms of an iron hand leader. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, and he they didn't do subtle. And from the ship the, the hand of iron. Just yes. changed up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, GW. All right. I love your naming. <laughs> we are on to their trait, the Medusa Scales. Does anyone in particular want to take oh, that? This is a cool one. This is a cool one. You've already Since talked, so you don't get it, Dan. Um, How about that? So... <laughs> <laughs> the Medusa... Cool. Yeah, the Medusa scales. Um, basically, this represents the Iron Hands, um, the massive technical expertise, their extreme um, durability and stuff. So what happens is all string attacks made against a model with special rule that's not a vehicle takes a minus one strength to the attack. So, for example, if you shoot a strength four bolter at a non-vehicle Iron Hand, well, now it's a strength three bolter. Um, models with a special rule that are vehicles instead gain it will not die six up or if it already has a variant of it will not die it is improved by plus one um so basically what that means is if your vehicle is missing hull points at the end of your own turns you roll a die and on a six you get the hull point back yep um and finally um oh no that's all yeah that's it for that i just yeah. uh i was rereading the it will not die sections yeah that that's their thing but wow the, the, the spill-out effects of that is huge. Oh, yeah. So, for example, melted guns no longer cause instant death against your basic marines. It's not minus one to wound. It's minus one to the strength. So strength eight becomes strength seven. Mm-hmm. Seven's not double four. It's still wounding on twos, but now it's not instantly killing you. Um, so that makes like your veteran-type units really durable. Um, and... St- Strength, like I said earlier, bolters going down to strength three means they're wounding you on five, which is rough. Or in some cases, if you're talking about, say, going to contemptors, where when we get into talking about um, basic rights of war, one of the the nastiest ones where you can bring a, a lot of, of of contemptors or other dreadnoughts, essentially, now it means your bolter guys can't even attempt to hurt them. Not that they're side great odds, but yep. at least you had way to fire. Maybe you could do something. Now you can't even try. Yep. Um, I've played against Iron um, Hands. Now, Go ahead. Do note, this is only shooting attacks. Yes. So in close combat, you're absolutely getting your ass kicked, as per normal. Yeah. But for shooting, you are so, so resilient. Yeah. Um, I've went against them a few times now, and it, it, it makes... I mean, okay. When you go from a 4 to a 5, okay, it's 16%, but... It, you know, and don't get me wrong, that is a very sizable difference. But the feeling of it alone does so much more than necessarily the loss of the wounding will do. Because when you're firing with, say, attack squad, threes and fours are what you said normally need. Okay, now you're threes and fives. The feeling alone of that makes you feel like you're trudging uphill. You know, that it's you have to get the combat. And if you don't have a lot of combat units, it makes you feel like you're going to greatly struggle. I especially ran into things when it was my Volkite weapons, because Volkites, usually their big bonus, other than no. Deflagrate, which is nice, is that your strength's always a little bit better. So I'm always wounding easier. But when you start pulling it down, and now it starts taking maybe fours for small Volkite, or maybe threes and all, when you're just getting less through, yeah, you're getting about 16% less. But when you're getting that much less through, and you're trying to shoot them down, it definitely makes it feel like you are behind the eight ball huge. Yeah. Um, yup. I, for you the You never moment... realize how much you miss a four mm-hmm. as when you need a five and all your dice show fours. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good, that's, yeah. 
for the moment at least and this is with experience i've had and i don't know a dozen games or so with various legions all across and all for the moment for me i think this is the strongest trait Hmm. just just base in terms of some can be better in certain scenarios but if we have to sit and say well okay mm, i have this scenario and here's the way that's going to work as soon as you have to say that, I could always come up with that sort of argument. And some arguments are a little bit easier than others, but we could always make an argument why, in a particular case, this sort of thing is good. Dark Angels, oh, okay, well, I have I have a lot of different abilities. Iron Hands, um, sorry, um, I, you know, uh, Iron Warrior, something like that. Okay, well, hey, I get the plus one on certain things. Here's all this cool stuff I can do. Theirs is just across the board, always useful. You know, you're always going to get some use out of it. It's nice and simple to use. The part on the vehicles is nice because I know there's some ways they can improve that, of course. But even if you just think about everything that's not a vehicle, I think I think it is, you know, somewhat across the board one of the more useful ones because there's going to be shooting. People are going to shoot you. But yeah. no, it's good. I it's yeah. It it is it is very good. I think uh, at least uh, for very for the moment, good. and if you combine it with. You know, Fury of the Ancients, which we will get to in the future, they yes. honestly become almost downright uh, oppressive. If you're not aware of it, you don't plan for it. No, not, if not your game plan is shooting, yeah. yeah. If your game plan is close combat, you could almost ignore it. True. Like world eaters, world eaters are going to look at Iron Hands and laugh because their specialty is close combat. And instead of, you know, it's like, oh, no, I wounded on fives to shoot. Yeah, now I'm wounding on threes in close combat with a reroll because they have chain axes, you know? Yeah. So you're probably feeling the pain because I feel like your lists tend towards shooting. I think the game likely. in general, no, I will I will gear a reasonable amount of stuff to close combat, but I think the game itself lends itself to a reasonable amount of shooting. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, to figure out this way, it, early in the game. The reactions, yeah. Yeah, reactions, or also early in the game, what can you do? You can shoot. You know, if you're okay, if you're doing a drop pot assault, there's some potential assaults on turn one, or if your opponent rushes up. But, you know, a, a lot of times in these sort of games, they feel shooting games early and potentially close combat games later. You're diminishing really what someone can do in an early game. Yeah, no, there's certain legions if they don't have, you know, if they have, like I said, yeah, a bunch of guys... Uh, Assault Marines or something like that. It's not a big dish issue. But I, I would say that's more of the outlier, at least from my perspective of what people see, especially when we think about what got most people into the game currently is the starter box. And in the starter box, you're shooting. So It may change, but for the moment from what I've seen, the games I've played and the games I've observed, I would say theirs is the strongest. It might change when people start having a lot more variety and options. No, I agree. No, I I I thousand percent agree on that. I thousand percent agree. All right. Well, we will move on to their reaction. Um, I guess maybe I'll take I'll take the reaction. Why not? So, their special reaction is called the Gorgon Spite. Um, standard rules: if you gotta be Iron Hands to use it once per game, all that kind of stuff. Um, it may be used once per battle during the opposing player's assault phase when an enemy declares a charge targeting a friendly unit. Under the active player's control, that's entirely composed of Iron Hands models. Once the active player has resolved all charge rolls for the charge that triggers this reaction, whether successful or not, so this is the standard you have for reactions in the assault phase. But before any models have moved to either part of a charge move or a surge move, 
distracting player may make a shooting attack with the unit that has charged sorry has declared a charge against it targeting the unit that has triggered this reaction with all the weapons making twice the normal number of attacks but gaining the gets hot special rule um it does note beneath that says it does not stack with any other rules that increase the number of attacks that may make such as fury of the legion um so doubles those attacks the other ones don't get doubled so you don't put fury in and then double that amount you're doubling the base amount for the weapon a unit with um sorry a unit that makes shooting attacks as part of a gorgon spite reaction may not make any attacks indirectly as normal um you know ones that don't require line of sight and all that and vehicles with the sorry models with the vehicle unit subtype can only fire defensive weapons that's the normal per the reaction of when someone charges you Template weapons are normal wall of death. Um, and the unit targeted cannot take cover saves against wounds inflicted as part of this. So what you're allowed to shoot, the ways in which you're allowed to shoot is very much like the normal overwatch. You're getting twice the base number of attacks on your weapon, but it does get hot and they cannot take cover saves against you. Those are the real differences. So... Correct me if I'm wrong. So if it's a rapid fire weapon, rapid fire is you just get plus one, right? That's the way rapid fire is. Working. No, no, rapid fire is you double the amount of wait, unless they changed it. But well, rapid that's fire why used to be you double the, Well, look, because yeah, it's you double the amount of shots. No, so like is rapid that fire what rapid two, fire says? I, does rapid fire say double? Oh, all right, then give me one second. Yeah, da, 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 that, da, da. it's a careful distinction because. Um, that depends on whether or not you're actually doubling this. Uh, gotta find rapid fire. Huh, it's not in my cheat. No, that can't be right. It has to be in my cheat sheet, right? You get a better cheat sheet if it's not. He says. You have a cheat sheet. You made a cheat sheet. I'm Really? Huh. No. It just says they make two attacks at half range. Okay, so Rabbit Fire says you just make two attacks at half range. Yeah. So two become four. Because yes. Because the normal is to make two attacks. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was... I, I wanted to check just to be sure on... Because if it says you get essentially like sort of a plus one, in this game you usually... You multiply before you add, which is the standard way you do things. But no, you do get the four. And then you would still... You would still have Fury of the Legion. You just don't get to put it in first and double. I would assume. So it doesn't stack... It does not stack, right? So stacking so you get to me one or would the mean other, you add Fury right? Legion, then double. Not stacking to me means, okay, you double, then you add the one for Fury of the Legion. I don't know. Like, the, the only other reference I have with this sort of rule is the Iron Warriors one, um, which is a, a return fire instead of an Overwatch, essentially. Um, and that does just flat out double it. So, I don't know, because this says the exception. Iron Warriors doesn't. Yeah, because it says twice the number of their normal attacks. Yeah, yeah to me, number... when you say stack, saying it doesn't stack. Oh, wait. It, it says it right there. Where models make this reaction have such rules, they have no effect. And instead, you get the, the effects of this reaction. So, you want to get five for doubling plus one, you just get four. Just a flat double. Where did you read the line that says it doesn't worry about that? Because I see the it's stacking the asterisk. part. Asterisk. Hmm? It's the last line of the asterisk. Oh, okay. My apologies. I didn't read that line yet. When a model makes this reaction, special rules, no effects are replaced. Okay. 
um have uh, so okay yeah you're right so where it says they have it just negate it okay i'm glad they said that because stack to me could be read either way it's the second line that clarifies that i missed that second line thank you yeah so you get four gets hot but you get you get four so dan only ever talks about giant massive squads so let's say it was 20 guys because that's all he cares about that is 80 bolter rounds coming in you're going to take some pain on that um, not that that would be the unit I'd fire with necessarily, but it does mean you have to be very careful of what you decide to assault if they have a very good gun, because doubling the base attacks say, can wreck you. Squad. Even the support squad's fucking scary at that point. The support squads, in my mind, are the right spot. Yeah. So, so Like, oh no, he's got flamers. Who cares? And then all of a sudden you blot out with 2d3 a person. Although... You have a gets hot on that, so if you roll ones, you're not firing the weapon. I would assume. Uh, yes. Yeah, because it's a gets hot, so, so you have to, on yeah, on you're a right, you right, right. template. Um, I mean, essentially, if you did it with a squad of twenty bolter guys, you're expecting about four of them to die from your own shots. It could be more, and honestly, I would never do it with twenty bolter guys, not because of the number of shots, because I'd have to roll four dice at a time, because I'd have to know who actually gets hot. And I don't want to do that to myself. That's terrible. Alternatively, you do it in four batches of 20. And you separate the dice that roll ones into a new pool of guys that have gotten hot mm. for the next batch. And you repeat that process. That's not bad either. That actually is, that's honestly probably a faster way. You can do that. Yeah, do 20 at a time. Any that gets ones, you can assign them to people. Now they're a separate group. They'll roll their own shots afterwards real fast. Yep. Yeah, that's a much faster. Yeah, if you're going to do this on a squad with a lot of shots, you got to figure out a nice, fast way. I think support squads are where this is nastiest. Because support squads a lot of times have those heavier no. you know, heavier weapons or more damaging weapons. And you usually don't get tons of shots. plasma gun shots? 40 plasma gun shots. Like, go ahead. Tr try to charge me. Try I charge. I mean, even if you have a squad of five of them, you know, you're still potentially doing a whole lot of good. Even even if you're not maxing out all your squads, you're, you're still doing a lot. That's insane. Yeah, no, that's good. It's a good reaction. And, you know, it reminds me of the Iron Warrior one, because I believe the Iron Warrior one is get hot as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, if no, it already gets hot. If it already gets hot in Iron Warriors, it gets hot in one or two. Here, that doesn't happen. No. Oh, you are correct. Oh, wait, no, sorry. The Iron Warriors one is the Warlord trait that bumps it up another Yes. Tier. Yeah, the Warlord trait makes doesn't. it even worse for them. It's the Warlord trait that makes it worse, not the reaction. Never mind. I got that mixed up. But, yeah, no, th this is not bad. Like, it's, one no, of those, like, it's no, like, you will you appreciate right. this. No. You appreciate having this. Okay, no, uh, Steve, you were correct. I pulled up the Iron Warriors. I have in front oh, of me. Oh, I was. Um, for weapons that already possess the Gets Hot special rule, trigger that special rule on a one or two during the shooting attack instead of a one. So, no, it actually does get even hotter for them. So, Iron Hands keep a cooler head. They keep Makes a cooler sense, head by getting hotter? Way. Yes. Okay. Well, compared to Iron Warriors. Was this the same stupid oh, yeah, joke sorry, you yeah, made yeah. about being meteor? Being meteor? Uh, Maybe. Me yeah, wait, what? I can't say that stupid word. Am I saying it right? Which word? Being a meteor legion? Yeah, meteor, like having more meat. They have less. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's a fine <laughs> yeah, word. I, Iron Hands is one of the one of the lighter legions rules wise. I mean, not as much meat to get into. The, their advanced reaction pairs perfectly with what their trait is. 
because like you said oh my, maybe i have an army that i'm not really shooting you because i'm rushing you all right well my trade is once per game depending on what you want to charge you're going to get severely punished for having done so so if you don't have a lot of pure dedicated assault if you have say one or two good units you gotta be really careful about what you aim them at because whatever fires back at you yeah. it could really really hurt you all right so far they are really really good let's move on to some warlord traits does anyone have a particular warlord trait they want to do these are all great okay but... I'm to the first one because it, it's cool yeah. and it reminds me of a uh, from hell's heart it, yeah this is just a really cool i remember that okay. quote. talk about it um loyalist only first of all so oh they do have a traitor one i just wanted to scroll down and see if they had a traitor one so from hell's heart Strike it from Azalon. The warlord with this trait and all models in the unit he gains uh, joins gains the fear one special rule. And should the warlord be reduced to zero wounds, the controlling player may choose to inflict D6 automatic hits upon the unit whose uh, attacks cause the final wound. With these hits allocated as per the standard rules, each hit is resolved either using the profile either of what as the one of the warlord's ranged weapons if he lost his last wound to a shooting attack or using the profile of one of the warlord's last melee weapons if he lost his la last wound as part of the assault with all hits resolved using the same profile if the wound is lost neither in shooting attack there's no effect and no so it has to be it has to be shooting or melee yeah and you get another reaction in the assault phase so if your warlord dies kind of tldr this if your warlord he gets fear one and so does the unit if he dies, he automatically inflicts D6 shots if he dies in the shooting phase or D6 hits with his weapon uh, in close combat. Okay. Um, do here's know, a question. Do know. Okay, I know what your question is and I figured it out as you're reading it. <laughs> because it is using the standard um, allocation for rules. Yeah, you have to be in range and line of sight. No, no, that's not what I was going to ask. Oh, I thought you'd ask if, if there was a range component. A challenge, and let's say they both kill each other. Do those D six automatic hits go into the already dead challenger? Yes, and they count towards morale. Yeah. Okay, so they don't go into the squad. No, right, because this would have to be the standard allocation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Remember, spillover it's, happens know, the like... other way. You can spill into a challenge if there's no one else for you to hurt. But challenges never spill out. I was just wondering when this happened, because like let's say, okay, he dies. So does your dude. But remember, does challenges go until the end of the assault phase. Yeah. Oh, end of the assault, then never mind. Yeah. Okay. Even if you die, time. you're still in a challenge. Okay. So you can add D6 to combat resolution essentially. Yeah. <laughs> All right, no, that's good. No, it's a good rule. I like it. Fear one is great, as always. Um, I was watching a uh, recent uh, Mechanicum video where someone took Scoria and Scoria has, I think, Fear Two. It's either fear two or fear three, and that was absolutely insanity. That is fear just, is a fantastic yeah, rule. That is insanity, and it was fear two. So fear one is absolutely a good rule. Um, especially because wait, so it's if the unit gets it, you can measure. That means from you any measure from the every. It's <laughs> a big blob of minus one leadership. Oh god. Um, and yeah, the D six automatic hits. Um, and they're automatic hits, so you don't have to roll. Um, that's pretty cool. I wouldn't mind giving this guy like a melter, like a, a little uh, multi-melter or something, just in case. Not a multi-melter, sorry. A um, combi melter. Yeah, combi melter, just in case. Cause D six combi melter hits. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's bad. I'm gonna reserve or judgment until we read. Give him a nemesis bolter. 
Yeah, I was gonna say Dave's gonna reserve, but I will point out, Dave, your always main criticism is that you only like your main criticism of the warlord traits. I've noticed is like, um, they, you have, you, you you have to warlord die. traits when they give you something when you no, die. This one gives you this things before. Gives you... It gives you fear one, which yeah. is fine, and it gives you in the assault phase, which is arguably for them the one that they need the most because they're shortcoming if they have because one. Because it's defensive. Exactly. Yep. People assaulting yeah. them. This helps you on that. I want to see the other traits though before I say this one's good because honestly, my problem. Okay, you have to die to get the cool thing. I'm not too concerned with that because you get some other stuff. Some of the other ones you don't really get much. And they give you in the correct phase for the reaction, which is nice. What I'm always iffy about is when it's a random roll. It's D6. And you roll a 1. Okay, uh, this whirler trait didn't do much for me in that aspect. I would have preferred if it was a nice flat number. if Even if it was, say, 3. Because now I, now I have an idea of what's going to happen. Your idea there, you said, like, oh, I want to give them this this gun that's going to do really well if I die in the shooting phase and then you roll one. You know, exactly. you're going to remember okay, the games you rolled the six and you do tons of good. But if you roll the one, you're essentially probably getting almost nothing out of it. That part of it. But the other ones might be better. So I do want to see those first. This next one is really fun. Um, so this is the Eye of Vigilance and it's traitor only. Um, Fluff-wise, this is... Um, Iron hands that serve beside Horus directly. You kind of get a little honorific called the Eye of Vigilance. It's, you know, Horus' seal, the Sons of Horus logo. Um, and when, um, when Ferris Vanis dies, they go, you know, he's kind of a chump if he died to Ferris Vanis. He's, he's not a worthy leader. Uh, hey, Horus, how you doing over there? Um, so it's just, even just right then, like, you, you've won me over. But digging into rules... Um, the warlord and all units, all models in a unit he joins, um, gains preferred enemy loyalists. And once per battle, if you are the reactive player, you can make a single reaction without using once per battle, a single reaction without using a point from the reaction allotment. Keep reading this last line. That's weak. The last line is why it's good. This can allow World to make his unit make one more than one reaction in the same phase, but not the same one twice. It's Ooh. good, but it's once per game. Yeah. The, the second You're line be, is the reason why they it's going to be great in that one turn. It's be great for that one turn. It, I don't live and die by reactions. I, I've played a handful of games now. I don't live and die by reactions, but. I definitely appreciate having that second one in a phase. Getting a second one once per game is rough, and it has to be the Warlord's unit, too. So, I don't know. Is there currently in the game, outside of, outside of Warlord traits, let's say, for you to gain extra reactions, base reactions, not the special intercept and any of that kind of stuff, just normal base reactions, I haven't seen any. Not not that I'm aware of. Maybe there's something huh? that I've missed, but I don't. I can't think of anything. Nothing's jumping to yeah. me. Um, it's it's a very unique rule, yes. but it's just so narrow in application. Although <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, like, you could you could de you could deny them half that warlord trade just by not attacking that unit. Yeah, it's the once. Although again, preferred enemy loyalist is, yeah. is Oh, that's nice. That is absolutely nice. I so I know you're talking about fear, how that's a really good rule. 
I think the top three rules of the game are preferred enemy, fear, and um, stubborn. Uh, I, I I always force. I always tip top, or I always uh, switch first places with fear and preferred enemy. I don't know which one I like more. But preferred enemy, for those who don't know, preferred enemy is reroll ones on the hit and the wound uh, for anything that is in the brackets. Um, of course, this also means that you have to make sure that the other person, you know, you play with the rules of, oh, you're my enemy, then I think you're a traitor. And you're, even though you're playing loyalist, you say, oh, well, then I get this rule and everything. We have, we've had this discussion so many times already. Yes. Um, yeah, if you're playing this, it just let so the I'm, other I'm assuming happen. that's the assumption. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm so going to assume yeah, that's the assumption. Other, otherwise, it's garbage. If, if it's not, they, they yeah, lessen so using that... the reaction for this one because they put such a weight on preferred enemy. Yes. Which is fine, because preferred enemy is a very powerful rule. The ability to reroll ones on the hits and the wounds on pretty much anything um, is insanely powerful. Um... Take it from someone in 40k who rerolls ones all the time with his custodies. It is an excellent, excellent rule. Scary so. Yeah. Not entirely sold on the world shape. I, let's let's see the last one, then we'll figure out which ones are actually good here. Because I'm not entirely sure yet. But let's take a look at uh, Silver Iron Will. A warlord's trait and all models in the unit that he has joined are never affected by any special rule or effect that lowers a characteristic. And that includes fear and radfage special rules. And due to losing an assault where the enemy has inflicted more wounds. So the only thing that lowers is your actual wounds. Nothing else lowers. In addition, an army with this warlord, sorry, with this trait may not make reactions to the movement phase, but gets an additional reaction in either of your opponent's shooting or assault phases, but not both. So you get one extra reaction in either of those phases. If the warlord's moved as a casualty, then this additional reaction is lost. But the army may make reactions to the movement phase as normal in any appropriate phases after the world has been moved. So you can't re reduce their characteristics other than wounds in any way. And they get a, cannot react in the movement phase, but an extra reaction in shooting or close combat or assault phase, one or the other. And when he dies, luckily they told you what happens then that essentially you go back to normal. Um, this is the one that I have played against me. This one, honestly, it's for at least for what I've seen of the three, it's the one I like the most. You know, Agreed, you yeah. talk Not about fear being so big, he doesn't care about fear. Losing combat, you know, you don't even, um, you, you don't minus on that. So you can lose combat, but you're still on base leadership. Yup. Yeah, I, I, this, this to me. This is a win. Yeah. It also gives you a lot of flexibility because you get an extra shooting or assault-based reaction. Like, mm -hmm. oh, this turn, I don't need a shooting reaction, but I need that assault reaction. So this is a huge win in my book. Absolutely. It's, I mean, it kind of, it sounds bad to say, but I absolutely think it's true. I think it's heads and heads and shoulders above either the Loyalist or the Traitor one. Hell's Heart is fun. Yes. The Traitor one, lore-wise, is cool. But this is the best. Yes. Yeah, Hell's Heart Definitely. is a lot of fun. You hit me, my guy's got, you know, a thunder hammer. You happen to kill me. Or maybe he's not in the challenge because I want to make sure I can kill more guys. I get D6. Let's say I roll a good number. I'm just crushing a bunch of guys. Like, that's fun. But this is always going to be good. I've had it played against me, and there's multiple times where I'm like, oh, I have this rule. Oh, yeah, you don't care about that. Oh, no, you don't care about that. As someone whose army has some fear yeah. stuff, 
when when you can essentially remove what potential my rules can do to you is huge and and i said the ability to put it in either phase you want because let's face it your iron hands your goal is probably going to be shooting them so if i get shot too much in the shooting phase i can shoot back or if i know they're setting up multiple charges i can shoot so no i think i think hands down it's the best which which is is fine all right we unless anyone else has any other big thoughts hearing nothing then we are on to the armory um does anyone have a particular part of this they want to talk about i guess like the iron father go for it that's the first one then take it real easy yeah so essentially you could take any of your praetors not centurions but praetors and upgrade them to be an iron father um it's like the iron warriors who could upgrade a praetor of any of the three types to be a warsmith um, except the Iron Father one is way more expensive at 65 points. Also the sexiest looking model. But you get <laughs> Battlesmith 3 up, Philopane 5 up, a Machinator Array, which for those who aren't in the know, gives you a Plasma Pistol and a Flamer. No, and it's a melt gun. Oh, it's, it's a melt gun. Oh, it's my a gosh. I got this Mechanicum time. It's a melt gun flamer it's battlesmith it, or sorry it's it adds plus two to your battlesmith roll battlesmith is you repair a lost wound or vehicle hold point on a five up but it adds plus two to that so it's on a three up and in close combat that fucker is two attacks at strength it's two addition like it's separated from the rest yeah. of your attacks by the way so you attack with it it's unwieldy so it's initiative one strength six ap2 uh shred and unwieldy Pretty nice. Are you sure it's strength six? Or are you sure it's not your model of strength six? I thought it was essentially a double. No, no, it's 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 it's, it's strength. It's strength. strength plus two. It's not the same. Got as it. Strength plus two. Oh, yeah, I'll oh, say no. Oh, it's, it's not. A, it's not a six. Strength, it wasn't a six for that reason. Sorry, it's a strength plus two. Go. So for for the Praetor, it's probably going to be a six. Um, but yeah, it is distinction. Now, if you want to know why that's so many points, um, feeling the pain is nice. Battlesmith three up. Technically, you have a one up the Battlesmith because the machinery adds two mm-hmm. to the three up. They'll probably FAQ that to say no, no, no. It's three up with the mod with mods, but I think it's a one up right now. But the Cyber Familiar that is a plus one to invulnerable saves. Yes, it is. How do I like a three up invulnerable on your uh, Warlord? And and that Cyber Familiar like is normally a twenty point upgrade for um. Other mm-hmm. types. We'll, we'll talk about short bits. Infantry unit characters in there, and and with the Legion Star Israel rule, can take the Cyber Familiar for twenty points. So it's essentially a forty-five point upgrade, really, for this thing. No, that's it's. I I put it right now because the Mechanicum book already came out. I automatically save fifteen points per character for Cyber Familiar. Automatically, three up and vulnerable is is yes, please, always. Yeah. Um, Iron Father, big cost, but it's a big win. Yes. And again, he looks cool. Like, this is not me yeah. being... So, there's a there's a <laughs> model on Forge World for this guy. It is a Cataphractic Terminator with a single serve alarm. So, these rules would actually match the model. Funny enough. Because um, he has... He almost has the Tech Marine from 40k backpack, except instead of the Plasma Pistol... Excuse me, that's it, not a serve it's, alarm. It's a Melta. That's not a servo arm. That's a uh, machinator uh, array, sir. I said the model is a servo arm. Yeah. The rules is a machinator yep. array. I'm saying the models and the rules really? don't match. 
Now yeah. I gotta pull this. Off. Oh my god, Dan! You don't know what this model looks like? It's only the no, most one of the most. I had the um, milk melt in thing. Hold no, on. No. No. Really? I, I actually owned it, by the way. I want to point out. It's a single servo arm on the back. Oh, that guy. is weird. Huh? Uh-huh. So what I don't know re- what happened here because they have a very big no model, no rules I, thing going on right now. I wonder so I if it was, was a servo arm. I wonder if it, it was, was a servo. Arm. Last edition, it absolutely was a servo yeah, arm. They just changed it. That's all. Interessante. By the way, for those who want to know what a Macronator array looks like, if you go to Mechanicum, uh, and you go to HQs, um, and you look at base. Oh, I was gonna say, look at Scoria. No, no, don't look at Scoria because Scoria is absolutely. Oh, they removed it. Oh, that's yep. right. They don't sell the snail. Your line got anymore. your line got purged. Your yeah, best the, reference you know, is if you guy. go to the 40k Chaos Space Marines line oh, and pull up yeah. the Warpsmith. He has a Macnator around. The, the, the actual correct up. war here, because that right, has a melted gun, a flamer, and a bunch of tentacles. Sorry, but I, I thought the, the snail. The loyalist was... and the loyalist war gear is wrong because the loyalist like um, 40k model has a plasma pistol, not a melta, for the um, the array. Neat. So Neat. yeah, I I don't know what you're supposed to do model wise out of the box. You you gotta convert these guys, but it's it's sick. Yeah, it you is. Know, it is a very cool model. Like I remember buying it, and I was very impressed with the damn thing. All right. Um. Hey. Dan, do you want to take the next one? Do you want me to? Um, yeah, I'll take. What is it, the Gorgons are no. next? No, blessed auto simulacra. Oh, that's right. Get stupid. Yep. Blessed auto. I like scrolled down and I'm like, what? So, oh yeah, I remember this rule. So, blessed auto simul- simulacra. simulacra. Any model with the vehicle unit. Simulacra. simulacra. That's weird. Yeah. Any model with the vehicle unitype and Legion Astartes Iron Hand special rule may be upgraded to have the It Will Not Die 6 up special rule. This will increase to 5 up because they're Iron Hands as, um, for 10 points. So basically, for 10 points, your vehicles can get a whole point back for fi- on a 5 up. I mean, it's cool. I will point out that most vehicles in. I think, actually, sorry, let me rephrase that. I think every vehicle in this edition had gained a whole point or more. No. no. Correct me if I'm wrong on this. Not at all. No. Not at all. No. The heavier stuff got more heavy, but rhinos are still three. Yeah. And predators are still three. Yeah. Vindicator, okay. Vindicators went to four. Land Raiders went to five. Spartans went to six. Okay. But, like, not everything went up. Hold on. But still, my points. Getting a whole point back on a five? Not it's really worth it on the big tanks. Yeah. Now, it might be useless because I get one shot. But you also might win the lottery, you know? Um, I think this is 10 points. It's a steal because it doubles your chance of regrowing wounds. Well, hull points. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, if you have land raiders, you are taking this. Um, if you have uh, super heavy, you're taking yeah. this. If you have a um, land raider Achilles, you take this and you laugh like an evil maniac because those guys are so hard to shift. This is great. This is great. Um, this is the cyber familiar. Yeah, which we we discussed when we talked through Iron Fire. It's just you essentially infantry unit subtype, character unit subtype, and they have to be Iron Hands. They get the cyber familiar for that twenty points, so that plus one invul save. Huh. Yep. Weirdly, Mechanicum gets and it, it for gra- fifteen, and it grants a six up if you don't have one. Or do they get rid of that? No, no, they they only they get it for fifteen points, and it makes them um. Oh, that's weird. 
Dan in no way was listening to your question, Steve. Oh yeah, yeah no, not in slightest. Not 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 no, in no, the slightest. My brain, my brain. I I, I he, don't even pretend that I get respected. He's still it's not fine. listening to it because you're still talking about other shit. Sorry, what's your question? His question I, was, does Google, it make it a I, six um, up if you don't have one? And I believe the answer is yes, but I'm going to try and look for it as well. I'm still not great at finding all the different rules in the book because of all the different spots where they put them. It is still uh It's gonna be a war gear item, so it's gonna be Yeah, six up, but they don't have one. Okay, yeah. cool. And does it still let you re-roll a failed characteristic test? Yes, yes. that's what I was looking at. Or because... psychic test or failed danger. Okay, so right. so... Perfect. Okay, so it's the... wait, psychic Yeah, test in addition, too? they allow them oh. to re-roll failed characteristics. Oh, sorry, my apologies. Other than leadership, psychic, or failed danger strength. So you can re-roll other things, just not those. Oh, okay. That makes sense, yeah. I also find it so weird that they consider dangerous training to be a characteristic check. Because I said that last edition too, but I don't know why. But yeah, no, it's, it, it's nice. Um, it, it makes you resilient against Graviton Crusher rules. Yay. I mean, it's, and, listen, the three up and vulnerable. That puts you on a very big one up. Oh, no, the three up and vulnerable is very nice. Yeah. Um, the theme of Iron Hands is more Terminators, please. Yep. Mm hmm. Wait till we and, get to the Gorgons. And uh, speaking of more Terminators, please, we got the Gorgons. So, um, uh, Gorgon Terminator armor is a custom Terminator armor type that the Iron Hands were developing towards the end of the Crusade, and Ferris Manus, with a massive contingent of Gorgon Terminators, it um, stormed into the Empress Children line. It is an upgrade option available to Cataphracty Praetors and Cataphracty Centurions. They trade out their Cataphracty armor for um, Gorgon Terminator armor. And then there's a Gorgon Terminator squad that just has this armor natively. It gives a 2-up armor save, a 5-up vulnerable save, and a feeling of plane 5-up. So it's a, you know, it's lighter on the involve, but feeling of pain to save you from those ones you occasionally roll. Um, it does not stack with other feeling of pains, though. Um, if the model is more than one variant of the special rule, you have to choose which one you use. Um, so that's different from the Apothecary and Hardwell Legion, so it is not stacked if you have, say, a um, Primus Medicaid there, from what I understand. Um, and at the end of the fa any phase, that you pass an armor or invulnerable save, you roll a die. On a four of enemy units within six inches, have to test a, make a, a blind check. Which is an initiative test. Mm -hmm. And if they fail that test to become weapon skill and ballistic skill one, which is hilarious. And you know, it's all Gorgons are immune to that particular effect in this like um, circumstance. So it's a nice little piece of work here. Now it says, um, can you be called to make more than one blind test or you pass one, you're good? Nope. It's, it's okay, end, end of the phase. phase. Okay. Got end it. of the phase, yes. Yeah, just blind in general is end of phase. So, like, you can't do Gorgon Terminators trigger and somehow, like, a um, conversion okay, beamer. Good, good, good. Right. That said, conversion beamer gives you options in your own turn, and this gives you options in your opponent's yeah. turn. So, pretty nice. Yeah, and I, I mean, think this up... got better from last edition because it used to be invuls only, I think. Um, I but I know this is it's a neat little board your option it's free so you give up invul gain feel of pain i like it i like it a lot but remember you get a feel of pain and remember they lower stuff by one strength so those melta guns missile launchers last oh no last guns 
uh, missile launchers, melta guns. What else is strength eight? There, there's some, uh, there's some shells of auto cannon and stuff like that. It's one of the yeah, big guns. But all of that now, all of a sudden, you get a, you get a, you get to feel the pain. Yeah. Well, it's it's so nice. That's really it, that really nice. makes you vulnerable. honestly. That's the only reason it's any good. If you didn't lower it by one, I, I wouldn't say it would necessarily be bad. But a five up, what you really want that against is you know you're trading one on the invul for a potential extra five up it doesn't help you if you were still getting doubled out which is where you want your invul so a double five up is better than four up so you are definitely more survivable in that way because again little plinking fire it'll save you a bit but i'm i'm more concerned about the things that meant i didn't get a save or i got my invul save and now i get an extra yeah like the um yeah, some some of the some of the big guns are are like that, like uh, Predator Cannon Strength Eight, stuff like that. Kratos, um, HE or AP oh, shells are Strength Eight. eight. Okay. Oh yeah, that's really good. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's the thing. It's paired with that Legion trait is a really nice combination. Yeah. No, it's it's a perfect pairing. Um. All right, I I think I'm going to take Graviton Shredders because I can. So, um, any model with the infantry unit type and the Legion start is Iron Hand, special rule, maybe upgraded. Uh, I upgrade a Graviton gun for Graviton Shredder, cost of five points each. And any model that also has the character unit subtype may exchange a plasma pistol for a Graviton pistol at no additional cost. Um, they're Graviton for all rules. So, Graviton Shredder and the pistol, they're both range 12, they're both AP4. The Shredder is Assault 2, it's concussive one with Graviton Pulse and Haywire. The pistol is one shot, concussive one, graviton pulse, and, hay and haywire. Um, I had these used against me to great effect against my Leviathan because it was Mortat. Um, I, 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 I'm not saying there isn't reasons to take other forms of Mortat, but if you are taking one in your iron hands, he can absolutely swap out to graviton pistols, which means you can get 12 pistol shots, which just wrecks. Beautiful vehicles because of haywire or things that um things like contemptors and leviathans and all of those it was it was exceedingly nasty for those who oh don't God, know so haywire against dreadnought people on a you roll you don't roll to wound on a roll of one nothing mm -hmm. happens on a two to five you wound the dreadnought but i believe it still you, gets it's no it's, armor state it gets no armor only it's an invulnerable yes. You know, it gets invulnerable again exactly when said. you roll a no two armor. to five. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear the okay. And now six, I yeah, believe it six just cuts is no through. No saves allowed. Yep. Yeah. No. Ooh, and I believe my it's only... no mitigation. Am I correct on that as well? That one I don't know. On the, on the six is no mitigation. So okay. I will point out that the only point of contention I have with this, the only point of contention, is that. With the new Mechanicum book, we have a very similar okay. weapon, except we're not Assault 2. We're Blast, and it annoys the living shit out of me because I do not want to roll for 12 goddamn so Blast take the weapon, templates. Then. It's modeled. Yeah, it's don't the unit. There you go. It comes Club with it, sadly. What, what the? No, nope, still got there. <laughs> Barney painted. No, but uh, that's the only point of contention I'm like, God damn it. They have the same weapon, but it's Assault 2 and not Blast 1. I'm like, God no, but I, this weapon is really good. Concussive. Well, they're they're I, trading the blast one for assault two at a shorter range. Yes. No, no, it's still twelve inches. This, I think, I think no, it's eighteen. 
A graviton gun is 18. The standard oh, okay. graviton gun is an 18 inch range, and they're okay. trading out for five points extra. But this okay, will absolutely wreck dreadnoughts. So if you have someone in your area that thinks they're all cool running Fury of the Ancients, humble <laughs> them. Humble them. Now give me. Uh, I'm gonna take a quick moment to bring up a right of war for the Iron Hands because this directly interfaces with that right of war. Um, they have one called the Head of the Gorgon, um, and a infantry model with a flamer can trade it out for a graviton gun or a graviton shredder for fifteen points a model. That's really good. Yeah. Cool. We'll That's support. really yeah. good. Um, you only get one. Like there's there's other stuff around that right of war that restricts you, but oh, that is good. Normally, it's a very limited pool of units that get access to Graviton weapons. It's going to be, um, well, because this is an infantry-only thing, it's going to literally be veteran squads, breachers, and um, destroyers normally. That's the list. Stupid question. The Rite of War opens it up for um support um, this is amazing we didn't hear what you said Dan. Did you talk <laughs> people because of cute like that that one time a year you get it concussive yeah. cute i mean what is it concussive one or concussive, concussive two one. hold on one it's a one. Oh, i mean listen reduce weapon skill by one and they have to fail a leadership test first then it's very true but remember your warlord is fear one ah that's no, a nice little combo combo right dread dread dreadnoughts are fearless they don't yeah. care about fear one no no i'm not talking about dreadnoughts i'm saying if you want to shoot this at a normal like it has applications. i only yeah. care about killing dreadnoughts yeah, it's... okay <laughs> nothing else in life matters everything else you can figure out once you're at the table dreadnoughts have to figure out ahead of time iron hands are how you keep them on I was going to say, there are other applications, but okay. Because concussive, you could shoot this at a normal squad, concuss them nah. with fear minus one. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. You're thinking about this yeah. entirely wrong. That, that's, way, that's not the use of You, you point at Dreadnought, you cackle, and you make them pick up their model. But if someone doesn't have a Dreadnought and someone has, like, world leaders, you know? Nah, 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 nah. They're, 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 they're going to have a <laughs> That's all you have to think about. You know, remember, the average person in this game now what you're going to see mostly is people who are new people are new bought the box therefore they have dreadnought and they have a spartan that's right you're going to that's the kind of stuff you should expect to see yeah and, and this laughs yes. at spartans too because haywire don't give a shit yeah haywire does not um, um specifically i think super heavy vehicles are not a, hold on i i think they have a protection that's about it ah uh, hold on <sighs> unit types there we are i guess it's unit type super heavy he says, question I mark? I don't know why it wouldn't be. Cybernetica. Yeah, Super Heavies is a, is a unit type. It's on page 215 of the main book. Yeah, I'm trying to... It's if they would suffer and explodes, they take D, they take a D3 additional. Um, so, does hay, so you could still haywire a Beyblade. I'm looking now. To. I don't see any reason why you wouldn't be able to. I don't know about the new Knight Rules of Mechanicum. That one I, I, I can't tell you. Yeah. I don't have the book in front of me, sadly. W, thanks. That's a, that's um, a great way to get them to send us stuff in the future. Is to disparage them. Yeah. Keep giving me more stuff I have to cut out. Um, <laughs> let me see here. Yeah, no, I can't see anything. So yeah, you could bane, you could just merc a bane blade if you wanted to. Oh God, 
And I don't see anything. I, I got, and I don't have the the mechanicum stuff in front of me, but I don't think knights have protection against haywire either. Armagers do. Yes. Armagers do. Okay, so then maybe they do. Okay. Because armagers aren't vehicles yeah. or dreadnoughts. Oh, well, they're okay. armagers. Because nice. right. <laughs> they're a fake <laughs> unitype. They're a fake unitype. Um, no, I'm not seeing super heavy protection no, against not. Haywire. So, um, yeah, cackle. Oh, Jesus. Just crush them. Pretty much. Iron Hands Literally. are better at killing vehicles than Iron Warriors. They just have to get really close to do it. Literally crush them because it's a Graviton yeah. weapon. No, we, <laughs> it's not even metaphorical. When you get Literally. to a big enough game where you have enough stuff, I said Mortat with two Graviton pistols is going to help you in a unit of someone else because they have bitter duty so you want to put them in a unit so you just get killed but him in a unit he can go hunt down whatever the big problematic item in the other army is and as long as he can get close enough you're probably going to be able to deal with it i think cybernetic is affected by haywire okay. too yes they are uh automata not cybernetica got it okay I was looking at cybernetic. Oh, cybernetic is a subtype. Got it. Okay. Um, but you know, Grav Graviton's great. This is an amazing option. It yeah. pairs with their one right of war beautifully. Um, if you play Iron Hands, you're you're going yes. to do this with at least one yeah, unit. You really should. Um, and then their last war yep. gear item, the Armatus Necrotechnica. What the hell is um, this? One <laughs> model. That's a vehicle. Um, that's not a flyer. Could be upgraded to take this for 50 points. Whatever a unit with at least one model within six inches, friendly or enemy models, by the way. Um, you lose a model within six, sorry, anyone loses a model within six inches, you roll a die for each casualty. If you roll a six, you regain a hull point. This was a, um, what were they called? They're like psychic relic things. I'm blanking on the term. But it was like some fancy thing they added at the end of last mm. edition. That's basically like a vehicle that feeds on the souls of the dying. It also is a minus one leadership for any six one within six inches. Yep. Unless you're stubborn. Yeah. No. Read the last line oh, again. No, no. Stubborn does yeah. not ignore it. This yes. is a... This, yes. For sure, may not, oh, yeah, yeah. May not ignore it. No, they're affected oh, by this. The shatter is literally on the... Huh. It, this is... <laughs> If you want edgy as fuck iron hands, you take this. Um, the only sense. thing that's a shame is that you can't put this on dreadnoughts anymore. So you can't have a dreadnought punching people and then regrowing wounds as a result. So that's for world eaters, sir. That that's world eaters. Um, this is cool. It's expensive. I don't know if I would default to this, but it's cool. It's a neat thing if you wanted to. Do weird stuff. Put it on your mastodon. Right <laughs> at the center of the board. <laughs> but everyone's dying next to the mastodon. The, the, to me, yeah. This oh my is god. Where if you're gonna do it, you're putting on your super heavy. If it's not a super heavy, I wouldn't, because the idea of, of getting your whole points back is nice. You need a six, but on everything else, you, I'm, you're probably not guaranteed, but you're probably going to die before you're gonna get much back. Where your super heavy at least has a lot more whole points. And it has protections from getting blown up. So on there, and you don't feel bad about throwing yeah. an extra point, 50 points necessarily on them. Not on something smaller. I love to watch out for though. With 50 points, it might bump the vehicle up. 
because that 50 points accounts for 200 points of battle size. It does matter. So you have to keep an eye on that. Mm, You are correct. You are correct. Because remember, uh, to translate what I said to normal language, 25% cap, that 50 points basically means 200 points of army has to, like, counterbalance it. Yeah. Um, It's cool, though. It's really cool. Um, Yeah. And that... Yeah, those are they have, they have more war gear than they do units. So we will get into the first unit. Uh, Steve, you said, did, did you want to do the Gorgon oh, Terminators? Oh, I was going to take these guys. Oh, too bad. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take the Gorgons. The so oh, Gorgon ooh. Terminators have a, well, they have a Terminator stat line. Move. Um, they're slower, move six. They got fours and fours. And fours and fours and twos and fours and twos and one better leadership. Oh, so they Mm -hmm. they get a leadership bump. They get a leadership bump. Um, They all get Gorgon armor. Surprise, surprise. Um, They have combi bolters and power axes by default. The unit leader instead gets a thunder hammer by default. Um, And the unit leader does default get a grenade harness, which is kind of nice. So that's. 20 points in upgrades built in compared to a cataphractic oh, squad. 200 points, too. Yeah. So this is five points extra for the armor swap, essentially. Five points extra for the leadership bump. That's not bad. Um, you're restricted in war gear with the axe, like as your defined thing, but it's not terrible. Um, you can take up to five extra guys, going up to a 10-man squad, potentially, for 35 points a guy. You can take a Vexilla, because that's a thing Terminators do now, and you're probably going to want to do it, so you don't run backwards faster than you could ever run forwards, because you are heavy. Um, um, anyone can swap out the Power Axe for a Power Fist, Chain Fist, or Lightning Claw. Um, you can change out your Combi Bolters for Combi Weapons or Lightning Claw. So you could... If you really wanted to, go Power Axe Lightning Claw, which is silly and stupid, or Power Fist Lightning Claw. So you have versatility in how you do it. You get extra Power Fist attack, but you lose a Lightning Claw attack compared to going Double Claws. It's an option. It's there. Um, And for every three, instead of every five, is it for every three uh, models in the unit, one can swap out for the heavy weapon, that would be heavy flamers, reaper auto cannons, plasma blasters, and graviton guns, which for an extra five points, as covered earlier, would be a graviton shredder. Um, because these guys are relentless, they don't mind that the graviton gun base weapon is heavy, but it's blast versus two shots. Pick and choose which of those you like better. Um, I'd probably go with the shredders, though, for the extra five points, just get the, the dice rolling. And then the unit leader can just, you know, take a combat weapon. They're fun. They're 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 tough with that feeling of pain five up. It's pretty straightforward. They can take a Proteus carrier. If it's they could take a Spartan. So so you, you compared them to Cataphracti, and I don't think that's necessarily the right comparison because it works for the Praetor because they essentially say what you're replacing. But these guys are a lot closer in terms of, of base stats to the Tartars. Because you have a five up invul essentially, but you get that feel no pain. Um, 
So your normal squad of five Tartarus are 150. These guys are 50 points more than that. They, they all get Feel No Pain. They get um, Stubborn instead of Exhortable, which is a nice upgrade. And they have, what is it, 20 points worth of weapon upgrades, essentially, having the Thunder Hammer and the Grenade Harness. So essentially that's a 170 compared to this. So 30 points, just about five points a guy to get your Feel No Pain, get your Leadership Bump and all. Um. And then lose a move. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Heavy. So you you lose a move. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I guess it's somewhere in between. So so it, it is it is a cataphractic armor swap. Yeah. It's literally in between the two. Um, fun fact about Gorgon Terminator armor, lore wise, mm -hmm. only Iron Hands had it because you had to extensively um, cybernetically modify the people wearing it, and they actually got built into the armor. Oh wow! So they're almost um, automata because they're built into the suits. Yeah. And they're like super, super radioactive. Like it's just only an iron hand could pull those things off. They look a lot like the 40k suits. Um, so I feel that if you were like Indominus, willing actually. to put in the work, you could convert them. I would not just drop Indominus on the table and say, "Oh yeah, these are my Gorgons." Like you got, you got to put work in to like you know be like. Hey, look! It's a special Terminator. I, they're modified to be special. Um, it's the cataphracty yeah. rule that doesn't let you sweep, right? Not heavy. Um, it's a cat. So it's these correct. guys can't sweep. So they're a little bit in that. between. They're yes. honestly, honestly, well, they are. Is they're Indominus Terminators without yeah. power yeah. fists <laughs> with I feel no pain. Stuff. I don't look at all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're Indominus Terminators with a feel no pain and blind. That's exactly what they are. They're legitimately their yeah. own thing. And they ha they're cool. They do their thing. They do it well. I do like their power axes a lot. Like, that's a really, really cool power axe. And remember, your unit leader could go to um, a four-up involve because he could take the uh, side yeah. of the for 10 points. That is true. So you're going to do that. I mean, that's a given. I like their power axes, though. They're very chunky. So, so if, we're, if we're looking at just the book for the second, because... Yes, we know they put things in terms of legends, units, and all, but let's just about book ones. You are an Iron Hands player. You have three Terminator unit choices. Is there a reason why... Let's assume you're not trying to shave off, like, five points or something like that. Is there a reason why you don't choose these guys? Why you would choose either of the other two? So, Cataphracty Sergeants can hit that amazing three-up invulnerable sure. save. So that's an option. Tartaros can run and they get the extra piece, uh, pip of movement, and they're a lot cheaper. Yeah, I would go with the I would just go so with would Gorgon. So, what's funny is like, okay, I would do a mixture, I would probably ignore the Tartaros with them because the Gorgon is pretty much your Tartaros defense. Um, and then I'd throw in like a unit of Cataphracti for some deep strike or put him in a Spartan just because of that three up invulnerable on one guy, you know what I mean. I'm one, well, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Just I'm not one guy. No, no, I, I, I would mix them. I would probably ignore Tartaros, and I would go Cartafracti and Gorgons. So, well, so let's say if you were taking one, you're taking one unit. That's all you can fit. Let's assume you got like 500 points. So, like we, Gorgons. you can manage either Gorgons because you have the gravitons. Yeah, I would say Gorgons because you have access to graviton. You have access to the feel no pain, and as that really quick side note. 
you do have access to blind. Like when blind goes off, I know like it's one it's of those, hilarious when it happens. It's, it's, it's hilariously it's, awful for your opponent. Like if it's you're it's bad, <laughs> if they have a Praetor or Centurion in their unit, it's only happening if they roll a six. Yes. If they have a cyber failure, you can re-roll it. Um, it's it's great when it happens. Don't ever count on it happening no, to your opponent. It is, it, Expect it, it to happen to yourself because that's just how it always works court. out. Um. Okay. So if you're taking one, you're taking Gorgons. You're but it, I, 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 I would just. It, I was going. Let's on say you're taking two. Yeah, you're taking two. You got you got points for two units. Let's say, and let's just again, there could always be the argument made that okay, these guys are a little bit more. So you have to finagle. But let's say you're willing to finagle 25 or 50 points to, to kind of make it work. And again, with some upgrades, it's not New that different in terms. Gorgon Terminator mm-hmm. squads. If, if you're willing to invest in them, do two six-man okay. squads of Gorgons, each with two Gravitons. Because it's one in three yep. for the Gravitons. So That's you have three true. and a 10-man, or two and a six. Do you disagree, mm-hmm. Dan? See, I would say Gorgon... I would say Gorgon and Cataphracti. As someone who has played with a three-up invulnerable before, especially with my Mechanicum, because funny enough, Custodians don't have access to a lot of three-up invulnerable. We had a lot of the four-up and five-up, uh, but really only our special characters had three-up. But in Mechanicum, almost all the Magoses had three-up. Even I mean, sure, they were special characters, independent, but it was a normal dumbass Magos had a three-up invulnerable. Um, it's really stupid powerful. Because all I would do is give him a Cyber Familiar and a Power Fist for 25 points. And that is a scary dude. Just him alone is scary. So I, from seeing the power of what a 3-up Invulnerable can do, I would say get like a 6-man unit of Gorgon. Because I do like the fact that it's 1 in 3. So I'd say 6-man unit of Gorgon. And then probably like a 5-man unit of Cataphracti. Um, I, if, if I have... Saying points aren't an issue. And if we're comparing those two, the points are actually very, very close for like a unit of five. Because again, these guys have a couple upgrades. And if you wanted to do those upgrades, they're now essentially within five points of one another. Maybe you didn't want to. If you want options of, you know, of a wider variety of options, to some extent, maybe the Cataphractor a little bit more for that. Although the options are reasonably similar when you break it down. Um, if I was going with two, if I'm running these guys, no, I'm, pro- I'm most likely to take both of them as Gorgon. Again, because I'm making you minus one strength uh, in, in shooting at least, so I'll get my five up feeling of pain there. Um, the three up invul is nice on that one guy, but that one guy's probably in a challenge, and either one of two things is going to happen. Either he doesn't need the better invul because of the weapon I have, or he needs it, but the weapon I'm swinging at you then most likely, you fail one of them, you're probably dead. So like a three up's nice, but a three up when any fail is just going to kill you. I, I'm I'm not so sure. I think I would actually like the two squads of Gorgon. Yeah, you mm-hmm. in shooting as well. I would use it in shooting as well. That's why I'm saying like three up invul when I use my custodies. Tank a last cannon shot, in my opinion. Which you which you'll yes. still die. No, you wouldn't do it with the last cannon. One or two. Oh, I know, but it's still I, I would not suffer the temptation against the last cannon. Oh, see, I've done it before. So and I, a melting gun. You take those big chances, and you you remember the times it worked out. What you'll forget is all the times when it failed, and it was the very first shot and killed the guy. Um, I faced the guy who had he he had mm. a not one of these. He had his Praetor and stuff like that. He, he was on his his three up invul. It was like three save or no two saves had a roll. One of them failed, instant death. Like I 
I, I wouldn't make that my determining factor. No, if I took two, I'd probably take two Gorgons. If I was like a big points balling and three, then I might look at a Cataphracty. But also, they're your cool special unit. Take your cool special units. Uh, these guys, uh, they are good. Well, they do look good. The power axes are great. I think that's what a power, like that's a, that my friend is a power axe. <laughs> I would give them, I would give at least one guy in this one double lightning claws. Because it's only 10 points extra, and it gives you some models that fight you need at something. initiative. Remember, your weakness is close combat. If you're only fighting initiative one, if your enemy has power fists, you're going to get crushed. Because half your rules are not going to be useful anymore, mm, and true. you have the yeah. worst invul. With Lightning Claws, you might at least take a couple guys out at yeah. initiative. So mm, okay. I would take out one, maybe two, probably one guy, give him double Lightning Claws. Yeah, just give, him a, give him a chance to cut down some people who are going to really make you pay for it later. All right, we are on to the Medusa Immortal squad. Um, so these boys are 205 points. There's, um, let's see, across the board, standard uh, Marine stat line until we get to attacks. There are base two attacks, three for the Sergeant. Leadership 10 all around, and there are three up saves. Um, and the so the the immortal squads these are the ones who essentially failed at some point right like they were dishonorable so this is their way to get their honor back yeah this yeah they they are given this chance they're essentially like um uh what are those naked dwarves they give up their personal identity they take on the identity of an yeah. immortal right yeah they're like yeah. um slayers they're armored slayers. You've done something wrong. Here's your chance. You're supposed to go die in battle. Um, it's a squad of 10 guys. They have their power armor. They have boarding shields. So they're similar to breachers in that aspect. They have a bolter, bolt pistol, frag and, frag and crack grenades. They're heavy. Um, their big thing is they have feel no pain, five up, bitter duty, and they are stubborn. Um, do normal breachers have bitter duty? <laughs> stubborn leadership. Yes. Head. They do not. Okay, no, that's what I couldn't remember. I was trying to flip to the page here. It is Breachers. That's tasty. So which means you could embed Abs more And I think that's where the Moritat probably wants to go. Because this is a good squad to help him survive. That and it's... Yes. Tasty. Um, Don't mind me. Just repainting all my models black. With <laughs> trim. Um, so, uh, if they have no more than 10, they can take a Proteus. Um, that is their only dedicated option. So they dedicated wise can't take a rhino. Um, they're and they lose the drill yes, that breaches. That is get. true. Although, don't get me wrong, the drill is very good and it's really cool. But I don't know if a lot of people, uh, the people who are probably listening to us, th this is my assumption. And if I'm wrong, please say so in the comments on YouTube. My assumption is most of the people who are listening to us are probably somewhat new to the game, and I don't think they they have fancy forge world breacher drills. Um, although it is cool. Oh, I don't either. It's okay. They're, yeah, I, I have some third-party solutions, and, yeah. and they are a ton of fun. But um, um, so, yeah, it's just sad that they only have the yes, it as is. an option. Absolutely, it is. Um, ten more, eighteen points a guy. They can swap out their bolters for Volkite chargers for two points, or just go straight to chain swords. Just get all ready for close combat. Um, if they have bolters, they can put the standard stuff on. Do note with the mm -hmm. chain sword option. Wait, how do does mean? this work? How this does it doesn't work? work. The boarding shields prohibit you from getting a yes. bonus attack in close combat or and from using two-handed weapons. 
So you have the options for bayonets and chain bayonets, but no way to actually use them. So I'm going to help you out here. No, 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 no. You cannot use no, no, no. two-handed weapons so with a board this shield. was a mistype from the playtest rules when GW when the G, when the playtest rules were leaked and everyone was laughing being like, "Oh, I guess someone made a mistake because they cannot be used." Everyone thought so everyone thought it was a misprint whatever. The book comes out, everyone starts laughing because those options yeah. are still in. It is a thousand percent a misprint. Ignore the fact that they can take that because um, it's, it's too handy. Because I would love to give regular creatures right. chain bayonets. That just makes them no. Yeah, you can mean. literally cannot ignore but that option. It's literally impossible. Uh, it was a, probably a misprint. Well, um, yeah, I mean, no, you you could set. do it. You just can't use the weapon. Yeah, you can't use if, the if weapon. You take a look. What I think it um, is, these guys. If you compare them to breachers. One in every five can exchange a bolter for something, same exact thing. Um, the sergeant, his choices, same exact choices. The fact that he can take artificer or melt bombs, same. So I think they same. just copy the breacher, remove certain spots, because there's certain things a breacher can do, like um, the sergeant can take a plasma pistol, he doesn't have the option here. But otherwise, they kept that part in. They're also missing from, uh, the augury spot. scanner, the vexilla, and the um no no agreed but i, I think options. that part they removed easily i think for some of these spots they copied you know probably the um the veterans and they copied the veterans into breachers okay hey we removed the options we know they don't have then they copied it down here to immortals and they forgot to remove that part there in the middle no, no, it was, like I said, someone put it, I remember very specifically, we, I very, like, this was very, when the playtest rules got leaked, people were dying of laughter, because it was like, wait, how the hell does this work? It's literally impossible. And everyone was like, oh, it must be a misprint. And we thought it would just get removed in the main book. Um, it didn't. So, it, it's 99.9% well, a misprint. Even if it's not a misprint, weapon. it doesn't it's matter. You can't impossible. do it. It doesn't do you any good, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can't do it. I hope they have a queue and make it work perfectly fine because that makes them tr like even more unique and makes them an interesting that would foil okay. to the phalanx warders. <sighs> that would because I remember, I remember when the Dark Angels Terminators came out, they gave them weapons that got Overwatch bonuses, but they were in Cataphracty last edition, so they couldn't Overwatch. They went, "Oops." Um, they're special, they're so well-trained that they could overcome the equipment shortages and the Overwatch. I, I could feel it in my body that could do that again here. Oh, that'd be kind of cool then. I, you know what? I, was gonna say I think it'd be really cool if they did that, because the idea of a breach or the chain bayonet just makes sense. Like, logically speaking. How the fuck do you swing that? You don't swing it. You you make a wall of shields and a bunch of pokey bits that are spinning yeah. saw blades. Keep in sure. mind that this was a real this was a real thing. You know, yeah, they would they have shields together, guns over the top, and you know, firing as something hits, and if something gets close enough, okay, now they're getting sawed up. So, so they are, you know, as sort of like breachers with some bonuses. And I do think they're very good. They're they're 50 points more than a base breacher unit. They don't have the charges. They have a lot of similarities otherwise, but they have the feel no pain, which is great. That does you a lot. Hmm? It's a built-in apothecary without the downsides yes. of an apothecary. Yes. It's a built-in apothecary. 
So you're paying five points extra to yep. not be sniped. And sitting on a nice leadership 10 with stubborn. So I'm always on 10s. I'm I'm mostly going to pass. And like I said, bitter duty is a great spot to be able to put your mortat. at. You, know, you, you are more limited with what can go in there. But for the unit or... Uh, yeah, unit, because it is a unit. For the units that can, this gives them a good home. And this gives them a home that is in your own legion. That has... Honestly, a lot of really good, especially there if you put a Mortat in there, because here are these guys now also with Feel No Pain, so they're able to survive a lot better to be able to get him. So he doesn't have to be trying to take it on his, you know, two-up saves or anything like that, because he'll be an Artificer armor. But I, I think these guys are, are, are very good um, if you can take them. So if you have them, um, I think you absolutely do. I think they will do you. The only difference is the main big biggest difference is that they don't have line base. I know one of their things. Oh, the right award, not the one that yeah. unlocks the, the other one. Does it make it lined um, though for support squads? Yeah. They can take them as troops. It does. Troops and the troops ones become lined. Yeah, exactly. So even beyond the compulsories, all of them. So you could have six squads these with line if you that's your yeah. six troops choices. No, I don't I know if I would, because you remember your warlord does not have bitter duty, so he can't join them. Need somewhere else for him to join. But they are cool. They're hella cool. They're expensive. Yeah. And this cool. is another spot where, again, since these guys, your general rule makes minus one strength. You're gonna even if you're not getting your armor save, you're getting your feel no pain against most things. So you at least have some sort of save there, and you can save your reaction for shooting someone back with a unit. Yeah, and if it's a blast weapon, you're getting three saves against it. You're getting a rerollable armor, yep, and then the feel no pain. Yeah, no, it, it they they are very good. If you thought about creatures in any way, absolutely take these guys, and then your one right of war, um, if you want to take that, is going to make them line as well. So you don't even necessarily have that other downside. The downside is points. That's about it. Right. So, um, these guys kind of got the short end of the stick because that ends their book units. Um, they currently do not have an exemplar unit in the documents GW's put out or anywhere else, but they do have some legacy units. They have two HQs. Um, which one do you want, Dan? Because you haven't talked. You didn't talk about either units. So we want to make sure you get at least one of these HQs. Well, you didn't get I that though. The Gorgons, you jerks. Uh, uh, I'll take Aut um, what is it? Aut yeah. more or Shadrach? Okay. Um, Let's take Audric. He, he is the, he he's the next cool. one up then, so you're on to him. Yes, yes. So Iron... Pardon me. Iron Father mm -hmm. Autech Moore. 225 points. Uh, movement 6. Weapon skill 6. Ballistic skill 5. Strength and toughness 4. 4 wounds. It's chunky. Initiative 5. 4 attacks. Leadership 10 to up save. Uh, he is armed with a Volkite Charger. Marganekos. Um, hmm. Argonicos? Okay. Argonicos? Argonicos? It might be Argonicos. I, I, Actually, yeah, Argonicos sounds nice, so let's go with Argonicos. familiar. Great. Let's go with that. I think it's Argonicos, yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Argonicos um, and a Armis Penop Penop yeah. Penopticos. Yeah, Penop yeah, yeah these like dudes are Greek. Greek. And a cyber familiar. Um, uh, it, it, it's the Gorgons. Oh, yep. Gorgon, duh. Jesus Christ. 
Um, Medusa is the planet. Yeah, exactly. Gorgons. Okay. I was just like, in I, my brain, immortals. I mean, the immortals were, were the Persians, but still, like, it, 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 it's yeah. Greek story stuff. Right. Greek story time. So, um, let's see here. He's relentless. Yeah. He's fearless. Huh. I don't think we've gotten a character that's fearless yet. Bulky 2, a master of the Legion, Battlesmith 3 up. Oh my god, please tell me he has like a machinator race so it becomes a one-up save. Or we, one... all, we already passed the war gear, so no. He does have oh, an active. Okay. He does have oh, a... Oh, because it would oh, be no, listed no, there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. I was going to say, yeah, oh my god, that'd be like a one-up to repair. Right. Um, okay. Tyrant's Wrath and Loyalist. All right. So, let's look at the Warlord trait. Tyrant's Wrath. Any unit made up of models with the Legion of Stardust Iron Hand special rule that a warlord with this trait is joined may add plus one to the amount of wounds caused when calculating was one in close combat. At the end of the combat, after Pylinar consolidation moves are made, a unit that has added this bonus suffers a single wound with no armor saves or damage mitigation rolls allowed. Wait, what? In addition, any uh, make additional reaction in the shooting phase. Wait, what? Hold on. So, so you count as scoring an extra wound but you suffer a wound. Yeah. You, yeah. After you everything is you done. You may add. Yes. So you may add plus one to the amount yep. of wounds in combat, but when it's all said and done, you're going to take a wound for having done it. You may take an invul only against that wound. Okay. Let me keep going. I, I have thoughts okay. on that, but I'm going to keep going. The Ar Armis Panipticos. So this is confers Autic more a two up save, a four up invulnerable save. That, wait, and he's got a cyber familiar. So it's a three up. Yeah, so he's got a two up armor save, a three up invulnerable save. Feel no pain, five up. Um, yeah, it doesn't stack. Um, additionally, it also has a manipulator array uh, to make two additional attacks in the assault phase at strength six AP. It's a fucking machinator array. Strength six AP two melee unwieldy shred armor bane. Oh, that's what it adds. Okay. Oh, by the way, the, the Machinator is also, I believe, Armor Bane. Um, and Precision Strikes, three up. Yep. Ooh. Ooh, so that's... You, you don't get the extra little guns, but Why? you get to yeah. pick out people on a three up. Ugh. On a six and two? Um, also weird. note that he has a Cyber Familiar. Yeah, no, I, I mentioned that. Stacks with the four up. So, yeah, 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 that three up is tasty. Yeah, two up, three up with four wounds. Ugh. And a feel no pain? guy's a he's a chunky monkey and because it's not explicitly cataphracty armor yes he can sweep yeah this is all right let's see his weapon uh Ar i'm gonna call it Argo Ar argonicos because that's how I, that's how it rolls off my tongue argonicos oh, i did it's gw god knows we've talked about this their their ability to fake latin is this is even phenomenal. fake latin so this argonicos. is fake greek which is even better oh, greek i'm sorry this is not even latin this is straight greek now I now want to. I'm not Google, gonna, no, I'm Dave, not, Google this while you, I talk about okay. it. What the fuck is that? Do, do you know what I have in front of me? <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious uh, so with an actual me, word. Stop. So now when we're doing this, I have books open. Oh. I have notes. I'm keeping track of everything. The last thing I'm going to say, do is Google for you. Make it up. It doesn't matter. We're just, you're not. You're, I, no, I, you're I, not. We'll just it, read we'll through play. the thing. It's a good. You're not going to find All a real way to pronounce a made up word. It is a range. I don't know if it's made up. That's why I don't know if it's like a sword or something. Uh, it's range, nothing. Strength plus two. AP two. Melee two-handed. Reaping blow two. Oh, my God. Wait, it's not unwieldy either. This guy's good. He's so he's not instant deathing anyone. He's dishing out no. a lot of strength six attacks. So, he's, so let's say in a perfect world, 
He's got probably probably got a forty mil base because he's an iron father. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to base two people. He's going to get six. Can, by the way, real quick before I continue this, can you push this and strike out of a challenge or no? No, if you're in a challenge, you're only in there with them. Okay, okay. So you get six if you charge, let's say. Let's not include the charge. Six strength, six AP two attacks at initiative five, right? And then an additional two attacks at strength six AP two um, that are shred and whatever, precision strike, you're in a challenge, doesn't matter. And he's got a two up, three up, five up with feel no pain. That's. Don't say not bad. He's. Okay. No, he's great. I'm not even going to say not bad. He's a chunky. He has my catchphrase, but he's great. Like, I like this dude a lot. He's he's Um, a strong HQ choice. And he's Battlesmith already three up. I bet you five bucks he's Battlesmith three up because. The 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 um, Panipticos, the manipulator ray. Instead of just putting that it gives plus two, they just gave it the plus two, um, which makes sense in my mind. Because it yes. literally is a machinator ray, with the exception of it has precision strikes. You're um, missing the special weapon. Oh, and there's yes. special weapons, of course. Yes. I wow, this guy's cool. This guy's real. I wonder if someone has ever made like a. Well, yes. no. Is, of course they have. He's their guy. Yeah. Everyone's built him, Dan. No, Everyone has built him. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, people have done good jobs. Okay. Actually, you know what's funny? Like, though 80% of the models are just the Iron Father, which, fine. <laughs> which, okay. I mean, not it, even it, mad. It, it, it says it right there Iron Father. Exactly. Oh, look at this one. Hold on. I got. He's... You, you know, literally how no I, one else can how see do I do it, this? though. I know, but I want to show you guys so that way, like... Right. So, uh, while you're doing that, we that can way, talk you about guys... for a moment. Um, yeah. He is exceedingly survivable, and he can dish out damage, because his, like I said, his weapon is not uh, not unwieldy. He's not going at initiative one, which means he is actually also good in a challenge. Sometimes when your weapons put you at initiative one, and you're not someone with, like, Eternal Warrior and all, it can get very dicey. But you have a three up invul. Um, you do have your feel no pain, it, assuming it's something that wouldn't double you out. But if it, they do have a weapon that could double you out, you have an AP2 weapon with, you know, four attacks, five if you got to charge, more for reaping blow. Although if you're in, um, if you're in a challenge, that's not really affecting you there. But if it's a weapon that you wouldn't be getting your feel no pain against, there's a very, very good chance you're going before them because you're getting to go at your initiative. Um, the only thing I'm not huge on this guy for is his warlord trait. I'd rather take him and just have someone else be my warlord because I really love, um, especially their this, their silver warlord yeah. trait. But other I than would. that, I would still take this guy. Without the warlord trait, he's still amazing. He's still worth it. Yeah, and I was just that to go back on what I said about the warlord trait. I saw the warlord trait. I'm like, wow, that, that, I'm gonna be honest. That warlord trait kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> there's no like mincing the words. It, it kind of blows. But this guy just kind of rules with like take him and take another warlord. It, Actually, is Iron Father is he in hell? Make that random more attack your warlord. That's hiding the giant yeah. uh, immortal squad. The, the warlord trait is cool. He's cool. And he's 225, which is not bad. How much was um 
Bruce Wayne and stuff like that. Uh, the, the like the really choppy but Dark he, Angels he, guys. He's around that. They same were two twenty, two twenty five, right? Also, Dan, I know your phone is yeah. muted. No, I think mean, you're 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 on a podcast. You do things Actually, like muting your phone. Yeah. I know it's not muted. No, it's not. It's also the. I'm surprised it, you it might be the on the computer then, but I'm picking well. it up. I can absolutely hear it. It is. It, that's what it is. It's the computer. Simple. Close it's out the computer that going off. Boom, I can't stop. Yes. Or mute it's, the computer. It's, yeah. It's Discord. Then silence it's, the rest of it. All right. Uh, oh. I don't think that was on Discord. Um, Course Wayne's 200. So this guy's 25 points more. Hmm. Is Course Wayne the one with the three up and vulnerable? Uh, I'm on him right now. Let me check a look. I don't think any of them have anything like that. Yeah. Oh, in close combat. In close combat, he has a three up. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I like him a little bit more than Corsway. Yeah. Wayne. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to modify what I said before. I kind of like this yes, dude a little bit more. Yes, he's a Wayne, little actually. bit more. But he has he has some stuff that's better, and you know, uh, he does have the extra two attacks from his manipulator array at the end. If whatever you did before didn't kill the thing, so you can still fight it then. Um, the big thing on Corsway. Oh, his warlord trade is a, a bit better not amazing but technically a bit better but actually i don't mind this warlord trait when it when it's a character that has one inbuilt it, it to me it's you have to go at it with a different argument and his warlord trait at least means that there is no ties if we've tied you will lose because i will take one more wound to make sure that there's a chance that you run or fail if i can make you run and fail or if I'm going to lose and I'm worried about something terrible happening to me, I can now tie us. So it's it's not amazing. I wouldn't make mm. him my warlord. But if someone did say you could only afford one HQ, you're playing a little smaller, but you want to have the cool character, it's it's not awful that you have that warlord trait. It probably won't do much for you, but it's not the end of the world. And it, it does stack yes. with a Vexilla. The other similar ones that just give you a plus one. Yeah explicitly don't yes. stack this does okay so maybe you'll use it occasionally like every third if, or fourth if you can game. fit two hqs someone else is your warlord if you're only putting one hq he's good enough that he makes up for the shortcomings of his trait which not all the characters do okay. now here's a stupid question real quick I, I don't know how this would work in legions he's he's an iron father right is iron father an o1 choice no negative so can you have two Iron yes, Fathers in the Legion? Th that's just the title. So so they they the way they organize their armies are a little different. It's their equivalent. Iron of Fathers Master. essentially are the leaders to their clans. Yeah, it, it, it's a title. It's not a, it's not a unique title. I like the fact that you could take like yeah. two Iron Fathers. Oh, okay, okay. No, he's I like him. I like him a lot actually. Um, he almost reminds me of like of Achilles Magos. Yeah. yeah, I like him a lot. He's cool. It worked out well. You didn't do the Gorgon Terminators. You got to talk the conversion about the Okay, so that oh. gets us to the last one. Steve, do you want to talk about the studio? Do you want me to? Either way is fine. Go for it. Sure, I'll, I'll take him real fast. So we got Shadrach Medusan. Um, He is the guy that kind of organizes the Shattered Legions into a cohesive fighting force. And his rules are going to reflect that a little bit. Um. He takes surviving salamanders, iron hands, and raven guards. Like, okay, what can you do really good? Okay, cool. What can you do really good? Okay, cool. So, how do we do that together? Basically, 
he does a better job than Ferris Man is at taking his forces and <laughs> applying them in a uh, logical manner. Really Man, you hate Ferris Manus. <laughs> every, what what does he accomplish besides dying? Gee, oh, the man made his. The, the, so the man made the weapon that. Oh no! Uh, what cut off his head? Was it the weapon he made? Or it was, was the, the layer blade. It wasn't his. Oh, okay. Blade. Okay. Okay. Nope. okay. I was gonna say he made the weapon that killed him. Um. So we have Shadrach Medusa. He's 135 points, and he has a standard looking Praetor yeah. stat line. Yeah, that's absolutely standard. He comes with an architect pistol. It's always fun when you nice. can have Nice. Because it's um, rare. Yeah. I love architect pistols. Three up rending is so nice. Um, then he has a bolter. Um, an Albion Power Gladius. Oh Artificer armor. An iron halo. Frag and crack grenades. He's a unique character. Iron hand. He's a master legion. Independent character. Relentless. He has a custom warlord trait called Stormbringer, and naturally, he's locked in Loyalist. Um, so this warlord trait, um, Shadak Medusan, and any friendly Iron Hands he joins, gain Furious Charge 1. If Furious, Furious Charge does not stack, in addition, you get an extra reaction in the opposing player's assault phase, as long as he's not dead. It's okay! And I don't think Furious Charge is the biggest thing. I mean, bonus strength is always nice, but I don't think it's going to tip anything that hard. Strength 4 to 5 is nice, but it's not going to make your instant death-causing weapons any more instant death-causing, unless you're fighting Sons of Horus a lot. It's nice. No, I agree. It's... it's eh, not really. It's going to do... It's going to do more than... Um, Absolutely. Then Altec Moore's Warlord trait. Yeah. But it's not bringing you that much. At least it's the assault phase, so it stacks with your Legion. Like Dave said it before, you know, this Legion doesn't really want to charge, right? Um, I'd also like to apologize to our viewers. Um, He does nothing to make uh, Shattered Legion's army cohesive, rules-wise. He he did do it fluff-wise. Fluff-wise. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with, like, Dave mentioned as before, yeah. these guys don't really want to charge. I'm not really seeing, like, the Warlord trait benefit your, your, here. Your Medusa cause... squads are the ones that want to charge. Okay, so Fury's charge. Oh, so, oh, sorry, not your Medusa. My, your Gorgon squads are the ones that want to charge. That's about it. So, yeah. and he, he, he's I mean... fine there, but there maybe it makes a difference because, well, yeah, a Power Axe with the extra is like... nice, so, and he's cheap. He's 135. So he's also cheap for what he does. So in that unit, if you're taking a Gorgon unit and you want this guy, you're not going to feel bad about it. It's a good choice. If you're taking a Terminator-style unit, he's good there. But if you're going for more of that 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 shooting style, don't don't put him in. At least not as a Warlord. Yeah. The weapon is just a just a better power sword. It's and plus one strength five instead of rending six. Yeah. yeah, it's he's one hundred thirty-five okay. points. He's, he's one hundred thirty-five. The problem, the problem is it's breaching and not rending, which means yeah. it doesn't auto wound the big boy. He, like he's one hundred thirty-five points. He's cheap, cheap. He is he's cheap. He's, yeah, he's, he's cheap. A, he's it's not cheap. nothing, but it's cheap. Yeah, it's a cheap independent character. It's a cheap uh, named character who has it's a not, master of the legion. Yeah, it's if you want. He's to name okay. There, yeah, he's okay. He's, okay. he's not bad. He's not good. He's just fine. I I don't have reason to not field. 
But I also don't have a reason to not. So not your standard predator is 120. Exactly. This guy's 135. I agree. His, yeah, he, he's, yeah, his weapon. Because the difference in points machine. would be makeup for the weapon, really, and that that's a, and 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 being able to have an Archaeotech pistol, which is something they normally don't have. So he, he's he's a a little bit more expensive, but once you throw some of the other weapons on, he's about the same cost, and he's got a cool pistol. And they don't say bolter; they say bolt gun, for whatever reason. Also, oh, his gun yeah, technically have yes, rules. technically. Because I did just check in the book to see is he like the only dude Love with this? It. Is it listed somewhere? No, there's no Tyler rule, so he he's got bolter. Fine. Hold on, I'll check my yeah, the Excel sheet that people um, update. Yes. We, we all know, but I was checking. They that's, sometimes that's do weird stuff, so I was checking. Bolter, copy editing. All right, that ends it for these guys who have the least amount of stuff. They, it took a bit because there's a lot to the armory. Um, they have a lot of armory options. They don't necessarily have Consolaris per se, but they have options in there. And they have a lot of actual gear, which makes the most sense for them. So we will go on to final thoughts. Dan, how about you start? Um, they're a good Legion. Um, again, very plain, or at least easy to remember, Legio trait. But probably one of the strongest plain Legio traits there are. Um... It's not something you'd forget. It's always minus one strength on literally everything, unless you have a vehicle, then it changes. But let's say you don't take a vehicle, right? Uh, Spartan is... Vehicle-wise, would be the Spartan. Just yes. a Spartan. Um, and most people would probably branch off into more Terminators or infantry. No one's going to, like, buy an armored battalion. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's just a very easy thing to remember, very powerful to remember. And their special units are really good. I'm still surprised the Gorgons are only... 200 like i i i know you guys were talking about gorgons and i kind of just i was molding it around in my head that's the cheapest special terminator squad i think um, we have discounted right? three yeah, man yeah. Bloody yeah. Angels for, for five man yeah currently the cheapest and i have a feeling they probably stay that way or maybe someone matches that but i can't imagine anyone gets cheaper than them i mean sure they got weapons go four okay that kind of sucks I'll put but, it this way. Don't think of them as Legion Special Terminators. That's what you think of them as a Legion yeah. Special Armor for Terminators. Mm, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so I, I like them a lot. This is a really cool Legion. Um, um, their units look good. Like, I, I always talk about that because, in my opinion, if you're going to build a Legion and you're going to spend money on it in the hobby, you want your shit to look good, right? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it comes down to looks, you know? Their special units look really good. On Forge World right now, their special units are the Gorgons, the Medusans, of course, Ferris. They have some upgrade sprues. Um, but even just like to be stupid, even their like Iron Hands, like Demos Rhino doors, these are the doors that you can upgrade the Rhino doors. They look freaking cool. Hands. For those who aren't, like, I'll explain a little bit. Yeah, they have the big hand, but they also are recessed and there's just tubing, like um, metallic tubing all throughout the door. It's just a really cool looking damn door. I find it funny though, as you zoom in, you see the flash on the model, which is quite hilarious. Um, no, also they also have a fantastic kit for yes, Mark III Space Marines, where you get a um, Mark III Armor Marines with all kinds of cool little bionic bits. So they all have bionic arms for both the arms. And then they have some helmets with bionic bits. And one of the sets of legs is a bionic, has a bionic leg in it. Um, the torsos are all like 
alt sculpts. So even if you don't play Iron Hands, that's a cool kit to pick up to have Bionics to just sprinkle throughout the rest of your army. Yeah. Just they're just neat. I love the fact, by the way, if you notice that they're I know it's out of stock, but even their Mark III squad that you can purchase for them, the leader legit yep. has a servo skull on it. Like it's a it, yeah, it's just cool. They're just awesome. I like these guys a lot. And I it's funny because they're not even in my top three legions mm. that I wanted to start. You know what I mean? So maybe okay. I move these guys to top five. We're, we're gonna we're gonna tier list once we get through the other half. You know. You know, I, no, I no, no, I understand. Part, this is just for me personal thing, like there, there's two ways to look okay. at it. But part of it's also gonna be just like and appeal and, and what we think. You know, you can like something, maybe it's not the yeah. best option. Cause you know, I, I think we might have a discussion of what's necessarily the best and what's the thing we like the most slash the coolest. And I, I think these guys can can fit that. Steve, any special thoughts? Yeah, their Gorgons look beautiful. Yeah, no, they're they're cool. I mean, I think we covered it. It it's it's one of those legions very straightforward. Um their special rules are very easy to understand. It's one of those pick it up and play legions. You don't have to plan extensively hard to get the most out of their rules. Would I add to that? So so like I said, I put them a few times. Um at uh, two different stores actually so one overall i do like them um they they suffer in one aspect because they're another one of the legions in black um so when you paint them or or just in metal i've seen a lot of people do more just metals depends on what you look at sometimes a little black to it sometimes a little bit more metal but scheme wise one of the easier ones to paint because if you just spray them say lead belcher if you want to do some black, you could do some black on that. You can even just wash over with black. Some people just do that. Um, so you can do them very simply and get a really nice looking force pretty fast. Having played them several times, I will say they are they're a, a very strong legion, especially out of the box. For what comes out of the box, for what let's say you are starting with, let's if you're someone who's been playing the game for a very long time, you have tons and tons of options. But if you're someone who's new, you essentially have the core box and anything else that came out with, and maybe some forge world special units let's assume you had the ability to get get a special unit or something they are very good starter force because they're very good out of the box very easy to paint for someone who is new you can go very fancy with the course if you want but we're talking about if, if your goal is to get something nicely painted get it on the table they'll do that well their abilities will be very strong they don't have tons of special units so that can make it a little bit easier you don't have to sit down and figure out which ones you want to run. You have two special units. You got two characters. You know, if you're playing this army, get a bit of both. Hey, you're good. You can kind of sprinkle them in as you wish. Um, this is a legion where I will say, hey, so far, the ones we've done, there is a potential versus an opponent. You know, if you're, if you're trying to play up and your opponent is not or they're not aware that it could have that potential of a little bit of a negative experience just from the fact of, oh, I came in with a shooting army. I took lots of guys with bolters because, like, that sounds fun. Oh, my bolters won't hurt anything you have on minimum of fives and things like that. So I, I think this is the first time we've seen a Legion where um, not that you should be playing this game to, I would say, what we might call that high competitive, like, win at all costs. You, you shouldn't necessarily do any game on win at all costs. But at that high competitive, like if you're coming in with uh, my list is designed to kind of beat face and your friend's coming in with a fun list, this is one of the first ones I've seen where you might have a bad day and it might not be that fun for either side. But 
you know, a, a, assuming more out of the box stuff, I, you're going to do well. I think this is a legion that you can apply easily to do well. And then there is the the bit after that of learning how to play them correctly to be able to up your game with them. But they're going to play well straight from the start. They're not like um, Emperor's Children where you have to figure out how to apply their special rules very particularly. Or the same way with Blood Angels. Okay, well, I got to be able to get in the combat and have to figure out how I'm going to do this other thing. No, you have just a, a nice, good basic rule. You have some very nice, good, reasonably cheap units. Yeah, I, I, I like them overall. I thought about them, but I, I again, they, they don't have the best looking Contemptor. So I couldn't do it. It's all boils down to for me. All right. Um, I think that does it for us tonight with these guys. And that'll do it for us tonight. Um, the last few weeks, we've been trying to go through two legions a week. That just unfortunately didn't happen this week due to some outside influences. We weren't able to record on Monday, which is our other recording day. But what we did do is we started recording the rights of war for some of the other legions. We don't have a particular order in which we were doing those. We were mostly going from a backwards to the front. Um, design, not entirely, but that was the overall idea of what we're doing. So over the next several days, I'm going to be releasing those as well. So if you check our channel, you'll see those. Um, they are being released as individuals in case someone wants to watch one, but not necessarily the others. So there'll be some shorter videos up for you guys as well. Um, we'll be putting those up on the podcast forum as well. So you guys have that there. As always, I do want to thank everyone for listening. Um, remember, we're available in any podcatcher, whatever one you use. We also put all this out on YouTube. We just ask that if you are enjoying the content to, you know, like, subscribe, reviews, depending on which platform you're on, all that stuff is very, very helpful. We've actually had a lot of growth lately, and that's honestly very encouraging to see. Um, next week, we are going to be continuing Rights of War. We're going to go through the general ones as well as try to get through a few more of the legions. And then we want to get on to world eaters. Assuming we can get two recordings next week, and that's absolutely the plan, we want to start getting to the back half of these legions. The faster we get through those, the faster we can talk about some other stuff. Well, on behalf of everyone here at the show, have some good hobby and some great gaming. <laughs>